3: This week on Spanky's Corner, a podcast! Have you ever gone yelping? Ah, uh, you're fancy. I'm the size of a chihuahua.
0: Fucking <laughs> <laughs> went to Lowe's.
3: I will send them an edible arrangement, make out with their dad. <laughs>
0: How's your colon feeling today, by the ten way? 10 out of
3: 10. Just a big sex haver.
0: <laughs> Don't look at me. What? Why are they talking about me having <laughs> sex?
3: <laughs> oh. Spanky.
0: situated yet or what?
3: I'm just stressed and overwhelmed. I'm a terrible traveler. I save everything for the day before and then I, I end up like this.
0: See Julia just came in all frazzled. Keep in mind we're trying to knock out this podcast before she leaves for like six days to go to a wedding or something over the Labor Day weekend. And she just came walking in. She's still taking off her purse. Like, <sighs> True. How's your nail? Did you break a nail?
3: Yeah I got fake nails which I I actually used to have them all the time but since I I these are my first time having them in Chicago. Just getting my life together. I I tell myself every time I travel, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to space things out. I think about how much le- easier my life would be if I did things on certain days. And then I just don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what time do you leave tomorrow?
3: My flight's at 6 a.m.
0: <laughs> okay, so it's currently 6.46 p.m. You're on the radio at 7 o'clock. I'm not going
3: to sleep tonight. I'm, all, I'm, I'm off at midnight. I have to do my show for Sacramento afterwards. So I'm not going to get home to like 1, 1 30. Well, thanks, And for, I still have to write my speech. Thanks
0: for making this a whole priority over anything else you have going on in your life. The tens of millions of people that listen to this every week. Thank you. <laughs> and happy Labor Day weekend. And I'm sure you'll be fine with your speech.
3: I'm going to have to write it before because you know what's going to happen if I don't? I'm going to turn it into a roast because that's where my mind goes. And this is not the appropriate place to have a roast. It's
0: just a wedding speech.
3: Their moms are going to be like, oh.
0: Uh, coming up in this episode, we break down Shane, intense Shane, and what happened with him. Speaking of roasting, when we roasted him for like uh, a week straight, we also have Ellie Golding on this interview. Or That's on this true. Thing.
3: It Ellie Golding. Ellie Golding. Ellie Golding. Talks
0: about things, who's also getting married this weekend. Is she really? Yeah, you might have missed that part of the interview, and
1: we'll explain why
0: coming
3: up. <laughs> I, I 100% did. I didn't even know she was engaged.
1: <laughs> Spanky's Corner.
3: A podcast. Have you ever had to yelp? Ever had to? Nobody ever (laughs) ever has
0: to yelp anything.
3: Well, have you ever gone yelping?
0: I've been yelping twice.
3: Ooh, that might be the name of this episode, Gone Yelping.
0: Look at that. We're literally three minutes into this nonsense. No, but I've yelped twice. One was a positive yelp. Once was a negative yelp. And the fact that you're asking me this question and I don't know what you're going to ask me next, I'm assuming you yelp
1: somebody.
3: Yeah. Well, uh, I didn't actually get to it yet, but I'm going to. And Ooh. you know what? I kind of like to wait it out because you know how some businesses do you so wrong. They think they're going to get yelped and then they go check it that night and they're like, who? But then you left hook them a few weeks later and they're like, ah, oh. <laughs>
0: that's, that's when the yelp comes full circle.
3: <laughs> Just when you think you weren't going to get yelped yelp. So um, like I was talking about this wedding earlier, I had to get my dress tailored because I'm the size of a chihuahua. This dress, though, didn't require much. I just needed it shortened by like literally without measuring myself, which drove the bride nuts because she's very type A. I just wong it. And I was like, "Ah, I think I'm a four. I'm always a four. And it's like you order it once. You don't get to send it back. (laughs) Is that how dresses work? Uh, when you order them online, I oh. didn't, it, usually you try them on in store, but I was like, hey, I'm a four-ish.
0: So it didn't fit. It was too long.
3: Yeah. It was just too long. So I, uh, had to find a ty ti- t- a tailor. a Tyler. <laughs> Hi, find- I'm Tyler.
0: Nice to meet All you. All right.
3: Let me regroup. I had to find a tailor here in Chicago. I got recommended this one. She owns a laundromat, but she's like a tailor out of it. I think that's, I think that's Wait, a normal what? thing.
0: A laundromat slash tailor. Yeah. Was it like a gun store in back and a liquor store on the side?
3: It's not that weird. It's just a lot of clothing. Okay. So I take it in. She's great about it. She was like, "Hey, since it's such short notice, we're gonna tack on an extra fifteen bucks." Mind you, it wasn't that short of notice. I gave her, I gave her ten days. I understand the short notice fee, but it's not like when you hear the story, it's not like I, I gave it to her the day before. So um, she had me have an appointment to come pick up my dress yesterday at one p.m. I walk up to the shop. It's closed. And I don't see anyone in there. So I'm like, oh my God, did I get this wrong? And I check my calendar and I'm like, no, it says one o'clock. So I call her because she gave me her cell phone. And it's this little, this little foreign lady. And she's like, hello. And I'm like, hi, um, I'm at the shop. It's one o'clock. I'm supposed to come pick up my dress today. She goes, oh yeah, yeah. I'm going to get there eh, like a half hour.
0: <laughs> and you're already at the store. Yeah.
3: And I go, well, you said my appointment's one o'clock. And she goes, uh-huh. And I go, and I'm not like I have a really good temper. I don't ever get mad, honest to God. I'm I'm pretty chill.
0: I've never seen you mad. I don't think ever.
3: Yeah, it just like I'll get annoyed, but I don't I don't get whatever. and So I just go, well, all right. I'll wait in my car for a half hour. (laughs) So I go and wait in my car for a half an hour. And oh, mind you, after I said that, after I said that, she goes, sounds good. And you most people in Chicago don't drive. So, like, what would I have done? You know what I mean? If I walked up there, sat on the curb. So I was like, all right, well, can you give me a call when you arrive? Because, like, I had to park, like, you know, far down a side street. (laughs) And she was like, yeah, I'll call you when when I get there. 145 rolls around and I haven't heard anything. So I call her again. And I go, hi, it's Julie. I'm still waiting out in my car. Oh, I'm here. And I go, (laughs) what? You didn't call me. And she goes, I'm finishing up the dress right now. I'm like, you were supposed to have it done at one o'clock. I walk up to the place and she's like frantically finishing my dress, which takes her another 15 minutes while I'm in the store.
0: It sounds like how you're going to be with this wedding speech at the wedding.
3: (laughs) (sighs) Stop. I'm going to write. No, it's no. You know, what's going to happen is I'm not going to sleep tonight. That's what's going to happen. She just was like, sorry, I forgot what time it was at. (laughs) And I'm just like, I, at this point, I'm just, I'm not saying much. And I have like a really irritated look on my face. Like <laughs> she knows I'm livid. She's going like, to get a stern yelping. And I didn't like raise my voice at her or like was a bitch to her. But I just was like, okay, thanks. You know, just like really short with her. What
0: time does she get that damn thing done?
3: I was out of there at like 2.30. Which to pick up a dress should take me 10 minutes, five to try it on, five for the payment, out.
0: This is a dumb question because I've never hemmed a dress. I haven't either. Can't you just lop it off with some scissors in your kitchen? No. Well, I wish you a very successful yelping.
3: Yeah, I'm going to wait till I'm in a good place. Like I'm going to wait till like I'm Sunday, like four white claws in on a boat.
0: Have you ever positively yelped somebody?
3: Oh yeah. If I have a good experience, I'm really grateful. If it's somebody who helps me a lot over a phone, Oh my God, I will send them an edible arrangement, make out with their dad.
0: I've only yelped negatively once. And that was because it was a barbecue grill place up on the north side. Oh, didn't
3: they not take you seriously? They didn't
0: take me seriously. Me. I think I was profiled for being poor. <laughs> That's so
3: mean. You know what? I get profiled for being poor all the time. because well, look how we're dressed. Exactly.
0: My buddy, Mike, I think you've met my friend Mike before. Big listener of Spanky's Corner, a podcast. Hi, Mike. So uh, he sent me up to this barbecue grill place up on the north side. And I get off the train because I took a train up there after work one day. And I take my happy ass up there and I get out and I walk in. He goes, Are you looking to buy today? First words out of his mouth. And I respond with, Are you looking to sell today? Oh, you got sassy. Right out of the gate. So that's how this whole exchange.
3: Oh, you uh, guys started. immediately started like sassing each other. A couple more exchanges down the line, you guys are just would a spit.
0: I, so the guy, we go back and forth and I'm telling him, like, you know, I'm telling him about my wife and what we want to do and whatever else. And he kept helping the other people on the other side of the store. So he finally comes back and goes, Here, here's a brochure. Just go home and talk with your wife. And if she lets you come back, go ahead and do it.
3: How did he say it? Talk to your wife. Do you think he didn't believe you? Do you think you thought of a made up wife?
0: He thought I was a poor single young fella.
3: He thought you made up a wife.
0: You know what I did? I went home and I talked with my wife. And you know what we did? (laughs) Fucking went to Lowe's.
3: You showed him. Did you get a hot dog?
0: I did get a grill, which now I cook hot dogs on. And I provided a very negative Yelp. And the owner responded back to me on Yelp.
3: What did he say? I hate when the owners defend them. It's like, you don't know. He
0: didn't really defend it. He was just more apologetic.
3: I actually have a really funny, oh my God, I totally forgot about this until now. This was the only other negative Yelp review I've given. I booked a massage and I always get hot stone. Mm, always.
0: God, you are fancy.
3: Obviously, it's more expensive than a regular Swedish. I think it's like the difference of like $30 or $40. And like, have you ever gotten a hot stone massage?
0: I think once.
3: Okay, so you know how they don't bring in the stones until like like maybe like 10 minutes in? It
0: was just before or after the hand <inaudible>
3: I don't get those, but like those, they'll massage your back a little bit first, like lotion you up. And then like they, they work the stones in. I'm just thinking like, man, it's been a while. They haven't put the stones on me yet. You don't talk while you get a massage. Like, so we get to the very end of the massage and she has never brought in the stones in brought in, brought the stones in. I get dressed and I go up to the front and I go, Hey, I asked for a hot stone massage and they go, well, why didn't you say anything? And I go, because you're not supposed to talk during a massage. (laughs) (laughs) And they go, oh, well, sorry. And I go, no, that was way more expensive than a regular Swedish. And I just got a Swedish. So I went home, got on the Yelp, Facebook. They eventually, like, because I was going so hard, the manager got back with me and was like, hey, you can come in for a free massage. I'm like, damn right. (laughs) And it was a hot stone massage. I never returned to that place after the correct hot stone massage because I'm embarrassed.
0: Sounds like it all worked out. Because they're like, cool, that crazy you?
3: girl's here. Don't know when she's going to snap. on
0: Facebook and Yelp like Eric Cartman in that episode of South Park.
3: We don't know if we can truly relax her. <laughs> <laughs> Spanky's Corner. Good old Shane. We love Shane.
0: Shane works here. He's the, uh, I don't know, he does something over at 670 The Score, our He does our something important. Station. Uh, We don't really know what it is. No,
3: he's like Chandler from Friends, like where he's like a transponster and like nobody actually knows what he does. That's (laughs) Shane. Like, I could not tell you what Shane's day-to-day responsibilities are, but I know he's important over there because he has an office.
0: And he's angry. He's always yelling at people. He's always
3: stressed. He's here like after hours. Like, he works very hard. I'll be here for my weekend shift and he'll just come in like on his own regard to do stuff. We're talking about Shane and his prenatal fiasco.
0: Sonic from one oh four three jams. I always like it when we get a visit from you. You know Shane. Yeah. How
3: yeah. do you feel about Shane in five words or less?
0: I feel like I love him but I hate him. Okay. Wow. You hate him? That was six words. Yes. Is, is he is he always mean to you?
3: He's kinda of mean to you. Yeah. But you're kinda of, but you instigate him more than anyone I know.
0: I think that's true. Yes. We were just going to start discussing the Shane color printer thing, Sonic. When yeah, you we're just in. unpacking it. Shane used to be on this podcast back when he was extremely angry. We, and
3: We had this bit called what's bugging intense Shane, and we would just have him come in and like bitch about whatever's bugging him. But now he has a girlfriend and he's having sex. So that's not much. So much. That's sex. Like true. He's not really upset he's anymore about anything.
1: Glowing.
3: Just a big sex haver. <laughs> Good old yeah. sex having Shane.
1: He's probably having sex right now. <laughs>
0: Dude, I don't know what he's doing. He, he, he's probably listening to this and having so much oh, sex.
3: Shane, he came in the other day and was like, I still listen, even though I'm not on it. He's so nice.
0: That's so, in between all that sex, he's yeah. able to carve out some time for old Spanky's Corner. What uh-huh. if we're
3: on Doring? Oh, no.
1: <laughs> He'll probably be bitchy. He'll probably be having angry sex if we were on. Why are they talking about me having sex? <laughs> punching holes in the wall. (laughs) Don't look at me. (laughs) You think he's a lights-on guy or a lights-off guy? Lights-on for sure. No way. Yeah, talking about his beard and what products he puts in there and how it's just freshly combed.
3: I feel like he's normal. I feel like probably lights off. Thinking- I feel like you're a lights on guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a lights- a lights on, I have a lights
1: off, socks on, you- t shirt on. Yeah,
3: right. You keep the lights <laughs> on in the studio and nobody does that.
1: <laughs> That's good lighting for my Instagram story. That's the only reason. I'm not doing Instagram stories when I'm doing it. He do brings
3: in studio lights. <laughs> <laughs> a beauty a beauty ring light. <laughs> She's like, "Wow, you look really good right now," and you're
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> "I'm honestly surprised, Sonic. You don't have one of those uh, phone cases that has the lights around the outside The oh s- yeah. Lumineer thing, the Lumi." Yeah, I am really surprised
3: you don't.
1: That's a good idea. I didn't even think about it.
0: <laughs>
3: Amazon.com.
1: <laughs> they probably got them for like twelve ninety nine.
3: They well, have like shitty ones. Well,
1: I'm sure they have one that'll fit in my fanny pack. So <laughs> yeah, you got a new fanny pack, a Herschel. Congratulations, wow. man! Welcome. That's a nice, more one. more durable. Yeah. So don't steal this one, thanks. Yeah, Herschel yeah, no is
3: like a, a way to look like you have some money, but not too much money.
1: Right.
0: Like,
3: it's like it, Herschel is the definition of my paycheck was good, but this doesn't happen often. It's like
0: you won't be the first to get robbed on the train, but you definitely won't be the last. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: One time I showed up to
3: this pool party
1: wearing some Topshop gear. This real quick story. Sorry to derail everybody. But these this gay couple, they told me, dude, you need to stop shopping at... Top Shop, you need to start going to Ted Baker. So with the Herschel thing, it goes like H and M, Top Shop, then Ted Baker. Herschel's the uh, Top Shop.
3: Oh, they had Herschel at Top Shop. I only see. No,
1: at- I'm just saying, like for um, oh, when we're oh, categorizing uh, your income <clears throat> and your status. I
3: know it's pretty. I know it's it's good because they have it at Nordstrom. Right. It's not a it's not JC Penney brand, but it's Nordstrom. It is brand. the middle of the road but brand, it's though. Not, but it's not quite Saks.
0: When you're talking about that, it reminds me. It reminded me of a time. Uh, there's nothing better as a guy that dresses and looks like me than to get a compliment from a gay guy.
1: Oh, yeah. That's the ultimate. You got one? That's pinnacle. Yeah.
0: So I was, I, I could walk, I could walk yeah. out of the house and my wife's like, hey, you look nice. I'm like, yeah, who cares? Whatever. Fine. You have to say that. Walking on an airplane and I'm wearing like this jacket, like this zip up jacket. And the flight attendant, goes, that is a nice jacket. I'm like, oh my God,
3: thank you. Do gay guys, uh, crush on you ever?
0: No, that's why when it happens, it's special.
3: Oh, Josh said he used to, like, gay guys used to never be into him and he would be really offended. But I feel like when we, since we've been dating, I've had a lot of gay guys, like, been like, your boyfriend is really cute. It's that beard? Yeah. I don't, yeah, maybe. I mean, mm-hmm. I think he's handsome, but like, I he gets hit on a lot by men and he loves it. Like, he feels so great it's about himself. It's the best thing ever. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd rather get
0: hit on by dudes than women as a married guy, I'd rather get hit on dudes because it's, it, it, it's harder to impress a gay guy than some. It just, yeah.
3: It's just almost just like a confirmation that you're doing okay. Yes. It's like when you book your flight and then you get the confirmation in your email. It's like you took a shower and then the gay guy compliments you. Like, I know yeah. I took that shower, but thanks for confirming that it worked.
0: That flight attendant on United Airlines made my entire day. Did you review him? I did. When I got the little thing afterwards. And I'm like, Philip was amazing. (laughs) His name's (laughs) Philip.
1: Put down his social security number, his address. Jeez, stalker. Well, not to take the wind out of yourselves, but um, flight attendants compliment everybody. No, they don't. Yeah. You know, know, know,
3: Mm, I get more compliments from TSA guys. TSA people love me.
1: Probably because they see what's in your bags. Like, damn. Free. No, it's
3: before I make- <laughs> No, because I, I, I get searched sometimes, but um, it's my hair. They all love my hair. Yeah. Probably because they can't do anything fun. That's what they always say. I wish I could do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. They live they, through you. You can't do that as TSA people?
3: No, they work for the government. Yeah, I'm she- going to go
1: get some hot chicken. I love you. Oh. Anyway, Spanky's Corner.
3: A podcast.
0: So, anyway, Shane. <laughs> First of all, we need to play some audio. This is from like two months ago when Shane was still on this podcast before he started having all that sex and became not as angry. He was (laughs) upset about people that reply all. And to set the scene that day here at Intercom Chicago, somebody retired upstairs and there were 75 reply alls about that person retiring.
3: It was madness. That's
0: what set this up. (laughs) Hey buddy, you're on the company email today, right? Oh, reply all. (laughs) Motherfucker. Are you kidding me?
2: Yeah. Go in, <laughs> it's, go in. And, and, well, I can't. Well, I can't really go in that hard, but. Oh, okay. These are personal messages from people that you've worked with for 20, 15, 20, 30 years. And you're putting it all out there. My email's flooded already I know. as it is. Mm-hmm. It is flooded. I don't care what some anchor has to say about <laughs> great guy. This guy that's retiring, he's a great guy. Just, oh my, oh my God. I don't need to know your personal message, what you'd be writing on a birthday card. It's inexcusable. It, and I, I don't think you should have to go as far as saying like in the email itself, please don't reply all. I think that sounds a little cold. It should just be assumed you don't reply all.
0: It should be assumed unless you have the title manager or you are like the big boss. If you're like the program director or sales manager around here, reply all on behalf of everyone here. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Absolutely.
3: I don't know. They might need that instruction in an email. Like when your dog pees on the floor as a puppy, you say, hey, don't do that until they learn.
2: I hate reply (laughs) all. I hate reply
0: all. So, you see, Shane was a little angry that day. Yeah. Well, wouldn't you know it, how life comes back full circle sometimes, because here we are two or three months later, and one of the ladies who works on one of the other floors sent out a thing for a color printer, whoever wants a free color printer, and guess who fucking hit reply all and said in big capital letters, dibs to the free color printer to the entire company.
3: Anybody want to take a guess? shane Ull. Yeah! Angry.
0: That's where the fun began. Where do we even begin with this whole thing?
3: So the email came through at like eight or nine in the morning. I was still asleep because of my hours. But the second you caught it, you texted me about it and was like, oh, my God, Shane replied all. But it was also um, like National Joke Day or something stupid. And so I group texted you and Kenzie and I was like, hey, like. You know, because what we do for work, like, let's take advantage of this holiday and do something dumb. Somebody was like, might have been you or me. We're like, let's integrate the Shane thing and harass him with jokes about the printer. And that's like literally as small as we planned. But then we saw Shane was frisky that day, and like things were getting funny.
0: Clearly, he was not having sex the night before. We came in, and Kenzie and I—this is before Julie got in. Kenzie and I just started going in on the Instagram stories. And all these Instagram stories, what we did to him over a course of a full week, I know I have them saved on my Instagram stories. If you go to app B96 Tyler, there's, there's probably 12 minutes of Instagram stories.
3: I did that to mine last night, too. So it's also on mine, and it's on B96s.
0: So you can go relive it all, because it started with just— Innocent jokes going into Shane's uh, office and be like, hey, hey, you know who's just as good between the sheets as a printer? You. And, uh, stupid shit like that. You big sex ever. <laughs> so much sex. <laughs> and then it got worse. We put up pictures that said dibs. Shout out to Josh R. Just like printed out uh, pieces of paper that said dibs all over the office. And he lost his mind, and he took all those pieces of paper down, shredded them, and came in and dumped all the shredded paper on the floor.
3: You guys were also dropping off printer supplies in his office. There was, like, paper. Somebody found some, like, ink.
0: A lot of toner. Yeah,
3: a lot of toner. A lot of toner.
0: But, you know, he's got a new color printer. We want to, you know, reward him.
3: Like, when I saw how he was reacting, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to get a cake. I am <laughs> going to get a cake and bring it in. Um, so I went to this place, number one, that always has cakes like ready to make, but they didn't that day. They were like, no, um. they,
0: they had no congratulations on your new color printer cakes at the ready.
3: Not at the ready. No, but hmm. they had blank cakes and I had a request and they turned me down, which is fine. Cause they were way more expensive than Mariano's who came through in the clutch.
0: So Julia rolls in with a congrats on your color printer cake. International recording artist Frankie J happens to be in the building that day in the 1043 jam studio with Sonic. And so he helped deliver the cake to Shane.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I like, I like Frankie J. Like I liked him back in the day. So when we were all standing in there, um, Tyler like said, Oh, and here's national recording artist Frankie J. I was like, Oh, what?
0: And then when that happened and the cake was presented, we're like, This can't die. This has to go it on. It became forever. An obsession no Moore. <laughs> yeah i swear to god the amount of time and for pro- there's probably a thousand texts flying back and forth it, it consumed our entire weekend because it started it- on a friday the quick rundown because it's tough to see a lot of the visuals unless you go to you know one of our instagrams julia the the guy that's getting married at the wedding she's going to this weekend he's a professional newsman in, in detroit he's a
3: sports reporter
0: He made a full package, like a breaking news package that looks like it was about ready to go on the news about Shane, what he did, and about how he's a big fuck up for hitting reply all.
3: (laughs) It was awesome. Like, he did a really good job. And actually, I didn't even set him up to do this. That was the thing about that day is, like, we started doing some of the stuff and people, like, thought it was so much fun. And, like, they were just texting us, like, offering to help. And that's what happened with Justin. He texted and was like, do you want me to text him and say congratulations? And I go, well, we've already had some of that. Are you at work? And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, why don't you just sit at the news desk and like say congratulations via video? That'll be funny. And he was like, no, make it better. Send me like some B-roll and some like, and like send me a rundown of what happened. And he literally whipped that newscast stop in like 15 minutes. Guy's a pro.
0: Vanessa Carlton sent him a congratulation <laughs> text. <laughs> It may, her, may or may not have been her. Hurricane uh, Chris.
3: Hurricane Chris, Chris wasn't was because real. he followed all of us on social media that weekend, and I saw he watched my stories, and he like was responding to him. He's like, oh well, this whole thing's dope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sir Mix-a-Lot, Uh Chris Hansen, formerly of To Catch a Predator, oh, did a video. Oh,
3: that video was awesome.
0: And then uh, Layla Rahimi at CBS Sports Chicago. Uh, and uh, Scott Pottsetnik used to play for the White Sox did one. And then b96.com slash dibs became a thing to where you can probably still go there if you want to congratulate So if you go to that
3: link, it automatically shoots to your email. That'll boot up a thing that'll send you like an email to send Shane that says, congratulations. Like, I don't, I didn't know how to explain (laughs) that. It was a lot of words.
0: That couldn't have been all, right? There was more. Oh, no, it's all in the story. Oh, in the song. Uh, At Shane's Color Printer, C-L-R-P-R-I-N-T-R. You can follow him on Twitter and the song, which Josh R. put together. This is the hot shit that's going to be in the clubs this weekend. (laughs) Should we play all four minutes?
3: Yeah, yeah. And if you think like, oh, I kind of heard this in the videos, just keep listening because it gets really good.
0: And after all four minutes, guess what? Ellie Golding will be on this podcast. That's your reward for sitting through all four minutes of
3: this. God bless you.
2: Breaking news tonight out of Chicago. Very, very scary stuff. Have you ever hit the reply all email? Well, it happened to one young man in Chicago at B96 today. Shane of Shane's Meat wanted a printer. He found one, but at the expense known to no ends. Co-workers today shredding the hallways with paper. Saying dibs. That's how Shane decided to get his printer early on on a Friday morning now This story is going viral. We'll have updates throughout the weekend probably into weekend news Even Sunday night ABC World News tonight. will have more with David Muir till then we'll continue to monitor this story
3: Shane Made the biggest mistake I have ever seen happen Shane was Replying all to hundreds of his closest friends in our company To let us know that he has called dibs on a color printer
4: Do you think you
3: that important that we need updates On your new free color printer? Like what kind of human being are you? It should just
2: be assumed you don't reply all These are personal messages My email's flooded already Millennials don't even know how email
0: works It's inexcusable what kind of monsters live around us on a regular basis? I mean, reply all at 9 a.m.?
2: It should just be assumed you don't reply all. Oh, my God. Dibs.
4: God. Dibs.
0: What do you have in common with printers?
3: did you hear the um the printer was playing
4: music earlier it was jamming was it jamming it was jamming jamming
2: jamming, jamming, jamming. stop you can you do so many things right you know make so many people happy solve problems have fun at work my meaty hands hit the reply all as opposed to just the reply button all for one printer I'm put on blast I made an example of people are bringing in paper and printer supplies for my new printer that I didn't even end up going through with and getting It's inexcusable Oh my god Stop Tips. shame God forbid you hit that reply all button ever again Spinky's corner
0: a podcast so before we get to this ellie golding interview <laughs> that we just recorded
3: <laughs> come on
0: uh julia ordered up some uber eats what like 25 minutes before the interview 30 minutes before
3: Yeah, but in my defense, it said a 15-minute delivery time. So I figured I would get it. Those are never right. Like 10 minutes before. And then, mind you, this this is a phone interview. So I'm not, like, ordering food and thinking I'm going to eat it in front of the artist. A lot of the interviews you'll hear on this podcast are usually in person. I would say 20% are them calling in. Ellie was calling in. So I ordered this food, which was a smoothie, because it was payday. And on payday, I like to get these like luxury smoothies. Like Fancy. I just put all this stuff that's like good for my skin and my colon in it and I just sip away.
0: How's your colon feeling today by the way? 10 out
3: of 10. Good. So, I ordered this and it said it was going to come 10 minutes before the interview, but then Joaquin was taking his dear sweet time on his bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> and I started panicking because like it kept like it kept getting bumped up. Like I was telling him like, "Oh my god, it's going to come at 4:20, 420, 4:25." and like the Ellie interview was at 4.30 and now it like I think it got to like 4.40
0: I want you to listen to this interview very carefully and see if you can notice part of the interview where Julia left (laughs) All right.
3: silently to go get my Uber Eats. You <laughs>
0: didn't say a word. We didn't tell Ellie Golden. oh, I'm sorry, can you hang on? Julia's <laughs> got to go meet Joaquin downstairs.
3: I think you might be able to hear me like unwrapping it in front <laughs> of it because like I did start drinking it. Like I, I couldn't wait.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so listen very carefully to this interview. See if you can notice where Julia went away. Since she's a radio professional, she seamlessly transitioned back into the interview. And since I'm a radio professional, you never even knew that I carried the entire thing for a good solid four and a half minutes. Spinky's Corner, a
3: podcast.
0: Huh. Ellie's got a song in like the next David Attenborough Nature thing on Netflix. Do you know David Attenborough? No. Don't know who David Attenborough is?
4: Hello. Hi, Ellie. Hi, Ellie. Hello. How are you guys?
0: Fine. We were just talking off air. Uh, Julia doesn't know who David Attenborough is. I'm and-
4: sorry. No way.
0: No clue. And Because we, we were talking about people that you want to narrate uh, your, your life, and David Attenborough is like one of those I people. I probably
4: would if I
3: heard his voice.
0: It's incredible. Oh,
4: my gosh. He's, he's a legend. He's Sir David Attenborough here in the UK. He's a, he's an icon. He's, um, he's a TV legend. He's He's um, he's basically the person that made us all as young people get interested in the natural world. He's a he's a beautiful speaker and presenter and just all around badass. And he's literally a living legend here in the UK.
0: How old is he now? He's he's got to be pushing like ninety, right?
4: He's um, he is, I believe, eighty three.
0: Eighty three, and he's still rolling around the world chasing lions and stuff.
4: That's why he is a legend. Um, and he's, uh, you know, he's talking a lot about climate change at the moment, which is very, very important um, and to teach young people about. But, but he's, he's incredible. You, you've got to, if you don't know him, you've got to get to know him right now and you've got to watch Planet Earth. In fact, I did, I did a documentary, uh, I did a song for a documentary um, on Netflix and he's narrating it, um, One Planet and... And it's incredible. And I do the, I do the closing credits song, so so check it out.
0: That's what we were talking about right before you came out. I'm like, because I didn't know you did that. And so Julie and I, I'm like, oh, she's doing a thing for David Attenborough. I was like, how great is this? And she's like, I'm not sure who that is.
3: Well, I did see Planet Earth, so I'm aware of his work. I just didn't know. Yeah, suddenly, I was cool like, when I did that. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, that's what did it? Not all your hit records?
4: <laughs> it was that. It was that. So many people like texting me like from out of nowhere, like, wow, this song was, was, was," so David Attenborough. And I was like, yeah, I've done done some other stuff as well. You know, (laughs) um,
0: speaking of (laughs) you, you mentioned climate change real quick. I saw you were front and center on your Instagram, uh, with everything going on in Brazil. Any, um, I mean, we obviously got your thoughts from that, but as long as we're talking to you, any additional thoughts as far as what's going on down there?
4: It is really just awful. It is, uh, there are like a record number of fires going on right now in the Amazon rainforest, and, you know, w- w- none of us are that ignorant to know that it is, is you know, trees make oxygen, and it's the, one of the biggest sources of oxygen in the world for the, for the entire planet. That's why they call it the, the lungs, of, lungs of the world, um, and, but it, and it, it is an extreme emergency, and I don't know what caused the fires. There's some dodgy stuff going on, I don't know whether they were started intentionally. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's going on down there. But it, the, the, you know, there's there's like three million. I said this. I, I I I hate the sound of my own voice. So I did this video on Insta story, and I said, look, you know when you know when stuff is bad when I have to post an Insta video of me talking. So I hate the sound of my own voice. But I was like, you know, there's it's three million species of plants and animals. There's one one million indigenous people living in the Amazon rainforest, and you know, it, it's burning at a record rate. It's burning right now as as we speak. And to be honest, the world with climate, not to get deep on you guys, I and mean, I know we're talking about music, but this is really important. You know, there's already a huge climate crisis. And this, this is just, this happening as well, it's a catastrophe. It's an absolute catastrophe. And we just really can't afford to lose any more trees for a start. We, need, we should be planting, like, millions of trees to even remotely counteract the amount of CO2 that we're putting into the atmosphere. So it's just, it's very bad. And the reason why I talk about it a lot is because, you know, nothing matters. Music, not, you know, whatever people are interested in, none of that matters without a planet. So, so it's, it's, very, it's very important that we, that we uh, wake up and, and, and um, be informed.
0: Well, we appreciate your voice being out there for everybody to hear because I mean, it, it takes people like like you to go out there and spread the message. So we appreciate that. I know,
4: but you know what? We need more people doing this. We need more artists. I'm 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 sad that I'm one of the only artists um, that do what I do, talking about it. I'm sad that not more people are talking about it. I think that it, I why people aren't, but it's such a huge problem, and people are just going about their careers and their lives as if nothing's happening. And I know it's hard to take in, but you know, we we've, we've got to all rally together with this. This is this is our future, is our children's future and it's, it couldn't be anything more important right now. Anyway, stop me because I can talk about this <laughs> stuff forever.
0: <laughs> well, I yeah, I don't know how to transition out of that, but you said something there that kind of intrigued me because you said, "I don't like the sound of my own voice, but Ellie, you're a singer."
4: I I sing and today I was in the studio and I was singing on this very cool song and for once I was like, "You know what? This sounds this sounds pretty good. My voice is sounding good on this." And then, and then, for example, Hate Me, um, I recorded the song, listened to it back a few times to make sure it was all good, and then I just, don't, I just haven't listened to it since. And it's not that I don't love it. I just cringe out in my own voice, to be honest.
0: Wow. So when you made the song, is that like that with every song where you just put it out yeah. and you don't voluntarily yeah. go back and listen? Never. If you hear it Never. on the radio or if you're streaming something, do you skip your own music when you listen to it?
4: No, because if you if you skip something before 30 seconds doesn't count as a stream so no, <laughs> no <you're kidding. laughs> um, um no um i when it was on in the ra- on the radio i see that as just an, a massive accomplishment that that it, my songs be on the radio so i turn it up and my friends love it so they want they want to hear it turned up so yeah if i when close to me was when i was in la and close to me was on the radio i, I like basically insta stories myself like a dork dancing to it every single time it came on um so um <laughs> Yeah, I I mean, yeah, when it comes on the radio, that's like that's like an epic moment for me.
0: That's amazing. Uh, you know, Juice World has ties to Chicago. Does he? So your new song with him called Hate Me. So obviously we're playing the crap out of it, obviously, because it's a good song and it's you and you've always Yay. been good to us. But also the fact that Juice World's on there and you went to Homewood Flossmore High School right here just south of Chicago. Uh-
4: I did not know that Yeah I did not know that
0: Did you work in the studio With him or is it just One of those things Now that it's 2019 You really don't need to He's in one part of the world You're in another part of the world And you just do your parts And you come back together On the song
4: Unfortunately that was it Yeah I would have loved To have gone in the studio With him um, But we were both In just two very different He was I think he was touring Or he was doing some shows And I was I was I um, suppose, I was in L.A. Um, he was maybe in Europe, um, so it didn't work out. But we did a video together, and that was that was really fun.
0: Is that more the norm now when you work with other artists? That uh, you know you you don't need to make schedules work to be in the same city with all the technology that we have.
4: Yeah, and it's kind of just like a symptom of the times, really. I think um, with music being able to made the way being able to the music being made the way that it is, um, you don't necessarily. Obviously, it's a way better experience to be in the studio with that person, but. It's just yeah, it's just changing times in music. But if I have any collaboration on the new album, it, it, you know, I'll make sure that we get in the studio because I think it's it's very important.
3: Is anybody on your radar for that?
4: I think, uh, kind of. I I don't know really. I'm thinking about. I haven't really collaborated with with many female artists, so I'm thinking about maybe doing that. I think I'll choose one female artist. I don't know. I don't know who that is yet though. Maybe Rosalía. I'm a big fan of Rosalía. Maybe oh. that. Maybe I'll try and make that happen.
0: Yeah, she was great on the VMAs too. Do you um? Do you have a target date for all this new music? Or?
4: Well, um, I'm sure my label
3: do. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> she goes. I have a deadline, not a target date. <laughs>
4: yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, I'm just. I'm just really enjoying this time right now where I'm just chilling. I'm getting married next week, so I'm just like trying to, you know, take it all in. But I think that a new album will be out. Um, beginning of next year, but I'll have one more song out before then, um, which I'm very excited about. And it's it's probably the sassiest song I've done. So I know hate me is kind of on a does have a sass, you know, high on the sasanita um, <laughs> sassameter.
3: Oh my god, a sassameter, yeah. love that.
4: <laughs> yeah, but this next one is like yeah, it's it's above that because it's another it's another breakup song but with a twist. And, i say one really cringe line in it, which people are either going to love or hate, but we'll see.
3: Or it's going to be captioned.
4: Uh, you know what? Maybe it will be. Uh, and I, that would be the dream because, uh, you know, all I've ever wanted to be is a meme. So we'll see.
3: Don't say that out loud because it's going to come back. and it's, it's I know. Gonna be, it'll it, come back to haunt me. You can't trust the internet. <laughs> it's never going to be what you want. <laughs> I know. I
4: know. I know.
0: Sassy breakup songs a week before you get married. Is it easier to write something like that as you're in a in a better space relationship wise, or is it more difficult?
4: Definitely, it's it's so much it's so much easier to to write. Um, it's so much easier to to write so when you're in a good headspace. You you can write about whatever you want as long as you're you know when you've got a, like a really great you know fiance, partner, whatever they just they just get it and they know that you're you know, writing from old experiences or from friends or, you know, or things that you've seen on social media or, you know, read in a book. And so I, so I think that um, that's, you know, that's that's kind of what you can do as an artist. And it's, it's, it's an amazing thing. You don't have to be sad to write a breakup song. You don't have to be, happy to write an upbeat song, you know, it's good.
0: How intense is the wedding planning while you're trying to juggle this big music career you got going on?
4: Yeah, it's a lot. Um, it, it, it's a lot. It's a whole new territory for me because obviously I've never been married before, but um, I'm just very excited. It's it's one of those things that's kind of brought all my family and friends together and, you know, it's, it's nice for them to see me in a context that's not a show or a appearance or I don't know, what, whatever, wherever they see me, but it's, it's like a, a real like family thing, so uh, yeah, I, it's it's very exciting.
3: Uh, and Ellie, last but not least, today is like a huge day for new music. I know you're probably busy making calls and stuff, but have you been able to listen to any of it so far?
4: I, I'm I'm very sad to say that no, I haven't, and it's really bad of me. But I love to keep up to date with what's going on in the world, and um, and especially in music. So. Um, I will get on top of it, but not right now. Right now, my my agenda is just watching trash TV.
3: (laughs) (laughs) What does that include for you?
4: Geordie Shore, which is like our version of Jersey Shore. (laughs) And then I watched this thing called X on the Beach, which is, I don't know if you've heard of Love Island, but it's like a trashier version of of Love Island. Oh,
3: good. Okay.
0: Ellie, you're the best. Thank you for the new music. Congrats on that. Congrats on that whole, you know, getting married thing. And um, thanks for being a champion and spreading the word as far as everything going on in the world with, uh, you know, climate change and whatnot. We need more voices like you, so thank you.
4: Uh, Well, maybe I'll inspire other people to start speaking up now because it's kind of serious.
0: Spanky's Corner.
3: Well done. That was was seamless. Thank you. Thank you. Bravo. So it was obviously during the, the whole climate change talk. Yeah. Which could have been very bad if I would have came in and just started, like, just guessing. Like, I could have said some really dumb shit.
0: <laughs> like, if you would have just circled back and be like, so, uh, Ellie, have you even mentioned the climate at all? And she just went off on it for four <laughs> and a half minutes.
3: Yeah, Ellie, like, what? what's your cause? <laughs> Don't you like, like, trees or something? <laughs>
0: Anyway, Julia, when you go back and listen to the interview, it's like you're hearing it for the first time.
3: I I need to go back and listen and see how Ellie feels about the climate. (laughs) (laughs) You might learn something.
2: Be a good human being and subscribe. Rate, review the mess
1: you just heard. Thanks. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.